Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer visit our website donnaeed.com forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort together let's make your podcasting vision a success you're listening to the wedding procast uk my name's donna i'm your host and today we have annette chasma with us and she is a fantastic bridal hairstylist so for all the stylists out there listening today this is a fantastic episode to listen to and please do connect with lynette she has a fantastic instagram account where she inspires hairstylists every day so let's jump in podcast. I am so excited today. We have a lovely guest with us. I love it when we have guests on the show. We have Lynette with us today and she is going to tell you a little bit about who she is and what she does and then we're going to get into it. So Lynette, would you like to just introduce yourself because I haven't said your surname because I will butcher it and I butchered it (laughs) before Christmas because Lynette was one of my top inspiring people to watch through 2020 that I did before Christmas and I'm pretty sure I butchered her name on there. So I will let her say her full name and let you know who she is and what she does. Thank you so much, Donna. Thank you for having me on as well. So I'm Lynette Chasma. That's my name. Don't start me on Lynette because everybody spells that wrong as well. The amount of professionals I have to message to say, could you just uh, amend my first name? It's got two ends, not one. So that go that happens on a probably weekly basis. Now we will talk about this in a bit, but I actually was listening live to when you did one of your videos where you were actually talking to another Lynette in the comments oh, and you were talking Lynette about the different goes. spelling. So I, I know two N's, two T's, two E's. That's, that's the one. Yes, yeah, complicated. Then the other Lynette's got one in. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so you are a hairstylist and you specialise in bridal. Yes, yes. So I've been a hairstylist since I left school, which is like 100 years ago. And I decided to do bridal and up my game a bit um, nine years ago, actually. So it's only not, I've only been doing it nine years. I mean, it seems a long time ago looking back. I've done so much. But <laughs> yeah, I just um, wanted to up my game. My daughter had grown up I felt I could commit to it um spend the time I didn't I wanted to be able to focus on my brides and and the business and uh, it started from there really I just uh, I went traveling around the world and decided along the way that I'll have a go and do wedding hair came back and found a really good course which was very hard to do there's a back then there was not a lot of good hairstyling courses out there they were kind of the college style course that just showed you the basics so I, I eventually found a good one and it was her very first day of doing this course but I came away and I was just it just inspired me and gave me confidence because you you just need to I know how to do hairdressing but it was just learning how to do things the right way and finding out new methods and just from doing this one course which I didn't even do any hair we sat and watched (laughs) it literally 
inspired me so much. I've always been very, um, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it properly. So um, I wanted to create a website. So I did that. I had to think of a name. So I wrote down about, I think I used to, I wrote down about 15 different names and I asked for different people, what one do you like the best? And there was the clear winner. So I think that was a really good thing to do. And back then I was called Bridal and Prom Hair Design. That was my business name, but that dated quite quickly. It then became apparent I didn't really have a time to do a lot of proms either. So um, that's when I be, uh, reinvented it, had a new website made. And the guy actually said, why don't you call it your name? I was like, really? He said, yeah, your name. <laughs> really? name. <laughs> and that's how the name thing started. And I wish I'd never used it, but... <laughs> now it's Lynette Chasma bridal hairstylist but also I'm kind of liking Lynette Chasma the wedding hair pro now as well and that's more my um teaching side because I also now teach wedding hair so kind of two little businesses with my name that is always spelled wrong (laughs) which is is a excuse my French is a bugger because you know if it's in your URL and people are saying I think people might sometimes think I'm a bit precious about it, but when it's actually my business name, and also if you type Lynette in wrong on Instagram, you don't find me. No, no. So um, I had a magazine um, article published in Australia uh, because I won a competition and I didn't get to see it. And I had to email them in the end and ask to see it. And they sent me a link and they spelled my name wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So of course I had to just, it's lovely. It's a lovely article. Thank you. But you did spell my name wrong. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I never heard of (laughs) it. I'm used to it. I mean, I will actually email people if like, um, for instance, the Wedding Industry Awards. I've won the East of England Wedding Hairstylist of the Year in November. And I just feel like, you know, I do have to email beforehand just to give them the correct spelling of my name. Yeah. Yeah. Because it can be spelled wrong. So, yeah. Well, I haven't said anything. I've had certificates of my name spelled wrong. Anyway, we won't talk about my name. For the whole <laughs> drama of the name but it's been it's been such a wonderful growth for you to see that you've gone from you know being the and and I just wanted to to just before I go into that hairdressing and hairstyling are actually two different things I learned just yesterday from watching the other live that we were talking about before we recorded and when I thought about hairstyling I thought you know oh you couldn't really make a business just on hairstyling but obviously you can because people do but it is a completely different skill set isn't it so you've got with hairdressing you've got the cut you've got the color and you've got the styling there may be more you can correct me um and they're all very different skill sets and you do get people that specialize in in the different areas and so that's something that i think not a lot of people realize when they're trying to book their hairdresser is that actually you need to totally i mean over the years i've had brides come uh, for a hair trial and they've already had a hair trial with their local hairdresser or their mum's hair hairdresser and it hasn't gone well because hairdressers are fabulous at their cuts and colours. I mean, amazing. Like they, I couldn't do what they do, but they don't focus on the wedding hair. And sometimes you might go along and they can, they've got two hairstyles. That's all they can do. So you, mm. they'll be shown a picture, but the girl will just end up with one of those two hairstyles. <laughs> so, so, you know, many times over the years, and it's very, very awkward as well, because when it is your actual hairdresser and then, they've got to have the conversation that actually I don't want you to do my hair I'm going to actually have a bridal hair specialist so yeah. and my dad I always my dad's always ringing in my ears he I remember many many years ago he said do one job and do it properly mm. so 
focus on that one thing. So people often say, like, do you do makeup as well? And I thought, no, I mean, I could have done. I learned makeup at college, but I didn't like doing makeup. I didn't like touching faces and things like that. So hair is my passion. And that is the one thing I focus on. And I want my business to be the, the, the best it can be. You know, why shouldn't I try and aim for the best business you can have? Because that's what I want. You know, yeah. I want to. Someone else always once said as well, with your business, you know, stand on the rooftops and shout about your business because that's how you get it out there. Don't be shy about your business. Yeah. Be proud yeah. of it. So Absolutely. I do a lot of shouting, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. And I love that, that your dad instilled that in you um, from yeah, a young age yeah, because good business, it is, and in all of my business learnings, one of the things that I hear again and again is niche down, niche down, niche down. And one of the things that I learned from one of my um, mentors was niche down to blow up. And, you know, people so think that, you know, if I only do hair and I don't do makeup as well, I'm not going to get as many clients. I'm not going to get, but you get a reputation. If Passion for it as well. You've got to love your job. No, you couldn't do this if you didn't like it because there is so much involved in, I mean, you, you know yourself, but having your very own business, I mean, the least thing I probably do in my business is actual hairstyling mm. because nowadays, especially with social media, you've got to have a really good website. I mean, a bride's going to look at your stuff within, I don't know, three minutes, decide if she wants to message you or not. So how you come across before someone's even emailed you is so important. You know, especially yeah. with Instagram. I mean, I'm, I live on Instagram because brides see my work there. They see my current stuff. I mean, now I, d- I did the IGTVs this year. So people, it's very strange because I'll get an email now and they, they'll say, I've seen you on IGTV. But they will talk to me like they know me. Mm, yeah. Because they yeah. feel like they know me, but I don't know who they are. But yeah, it's, they feel got fame, people. She's got fame. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a connection with me, which is great they're already comfortable when they come and have a hair trial well, when eventually they're allowed to come and have a hair trial haven't done many since uh, March but yeah it's um it's quite interesting how you they, they'll message you like they know you and yeah and things like that so and that like is that. so true because that is exactly how we connected because I've watched your IGTVs and I just fell in love with your personality and how bubbly <laughs> you are and positive and I was just like I love this woman and I'm not a hairdresser but I'm sitting there on a Sunday morning watching your lives and watching you talk with people and doing these styles and I was just like oh this oh, is brilliant you. It was funny, actually, with the first look. When I first started doing them, I used to get on the family WhatsApp and say, can everybody just watch me, please? Just give me some support. And my brother was hilarious because we'd start, we'd have a chat after each one. And he just said, I just, I just popped on just to watch. He said, I watched the whole thing. He goes, I'm watching every Sunday. He goes, I know who everybody is. He goes, I love it. I love all the chat. <laughs> because we don't just do hair. We literally chat and sort the world out and have a laugh. Just um, well to rights. Yeah, have a, you know, don't don't make it so formal. A bit yeah. like now, really chatting. So yeah, it's exactly, nice. exactly. So that's a little bit about um where where you have sort of been and how you've got to where you are. And you said that you have now moved into the training side as well. So you you're not just doing the front facing bridal, um, but yeah. you're actually teaching as well. Yeah. Do you want to talk yeah. a little bit more about what? Yeah, that? Yeah. So, I mean, I've actually been teaching um along with another colleague for a good few years now. We set up the wedding hair workshops, which I think we we had two or three years of doing that we were getting busy and stuff so that kind of dialed down a bit so done done some successful group training often done one-to-one training where people come along for the day get such good feedback and I wanted to do that because like I mentioned earlier 
the first course I went on inspired me so much. It wasn't even about learning the hairstyles. It was the giving me that confidence. I can do this. And I wanted to be able to do that to people. Mm. And it's a love, it's a nice feeling to know that you're inspiring confidence in people and making them pick up their dollies or or their hairbrush and, and creating these hairstyles and being proud of their work. And it, a lot of it is more about the confidence that you can do it mm. um, than the actual ability to do it. And yeah, I had great feedback. So anyway, during lockdown, I've created the Wedding Hair Pro. And it's very hard being in this industry because I don't know about you, but with being in the wedding industry, you're literally two years ahead because your bookings are coming in that far away. So my whole life is two years ahead because I do <laughs> when I go away, um, I've got to book that in the diary. Otherwise, it'll end up I won't be able to go anywhere. So mm-hmm. if you go on my website, I've got a whole section for the uh, education. But yeah, I've it's all set up and ready to go. I just can't do anything. I want to do a road trip. I'm going. I want to go around the UK and do the wedding hair pro road trip and do. Oh, well, that'd be cool. Pop-up courses, day mm. courses. So it's all. I know where I'm going near enough, but I can't advertise dates because I can't do it right now. I also do wedding hair in Crete, and I want to do a retreat for hairstylists to come I over. I know. Come. Come. I mean, do I'm you? not a hairstylist, but I'd yeah. like to come. <laughs> well, I do a little bit of hair, but there'll be a lot of eating and drinking. And <laughs> So, you know, that I know, I know exactly how that's going to be panned out. It's all written on my website, but again, can't can't do a day. So I'm feeling quite hemmed in where I've always thought two years ahead. First lockdown, I learned I had to be two weeks ahead. Mm. And now I feel like it's two days ahead, you can think. And so, yeah, but the education is good to go. Um, I could even do it online as well. I could do video via video link, but it's nice to be face to face. It is, yeah. And I think with hairstyling as well, it can be so intricate. I know I was watching, you know, because I'm a little bit addicted. I, I think I would have been a hairdresser in a former life, you know. Oh, I love yes. playing with it. You say, I've got a lot of it. Um, <laughs> but I, I love watching it. It fascinates me. And the one I was watching yesterday, they were doing a four braid and uh, one of the ladies was talking about a hand placement and how she's having to change that because she's teaching people online to do things. Yeah, you have so to be very It is a little that, bit yeah. more difficult, I think, mm-hmm. for you to do it. It's better in person because they can be right over your shoulder watching. And so I yes. do understand. Like, that sort of- that's the IGTVs I learned that when I first started doing them. It took a while to get used to the angle to be at and yeah you have to it's something else to think about that you've never really thought and also you're suddenly explaining um how to do something which you don't do when you're doing bridal hair you don't explain to the bride what you're doing suddenly you've got to do the technical terms and well you've watched me I mean I I, (laughs) words I don't I can't say things like the uh I can't say it so I can't say I can't can't say that word There's a lot of words oh. like tongue tied, and when you're doing it live, it's like, um, yeah, oh well. <laughs> so, if somebody was interested in doing some of your courses, whether it be the road trip when it can go ahead or booking time with you on a one to one basis online, who are they kind of aimed at? Are they, you know, can you go right from, you know, somebody who just, you know, knows how to do a, a plat and wants to get yeah, better at doing things, or is it more somebody who has is is a stylist and you know just wants to improve 
a particular technique or something? Obviously, the uh, the one-to-one is more in-depth and I will tailor make that to suit that person. So mm. I can I can scroll right back to the beginning and, and teach the basics or if they're quite advanced or what I do say, if they want to just come along for the day and there's one hairstyle that they're struggling on, we concentrate on that one hairstyle, which is quite good to do because mm. a regular one-to-one, I usually try and fit in four hairstyles um, plus the prep. Now, the prep's very, very important. And a, a lot of people don't do a lot of prep. You have, speci- this is especially important for wedding hair. It doesn't matter if it's going out hair so much, but wedding hair has to last all day and all evening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I say to my brides, you know, once once that's done, that is going to look like that all day long. When you, <laughs> you know, send me a picture at midnight, your hair will look exactly the same. And I mean, obviously, things drop a little and if the hair's down it's going to move slightly but yeah so the, the, the group classes um are pretty much for stylists already doing it but you know with demand um I can set up a, I could set up a small group of um beginners so you know I could do beginners intermediate advanced it's yeah I mean it's all there in my head my head's terrible my head does not stop planning things so <laughs> I, had, I know two weeks creating it on the website getting it all out there out of my head and it's not just about writing what you doing with the website is it you've got to create the page each page has got a flow I mean oh my goodness that took forever so yes I've learned how to navigate the Wix website quite well <laughs> web designer as well oh bless you so one of the things that I wanted to talk about is um and we've we've touched on it already is what you did during 2020 because obviously you know weddings were on off on off on off all year and I don't know how it was for the hairdressing industry itself with that because obviously hairdressers were able to sort of go in and out of work as well but some of the things because brides were having these smaller weddings and I'm not sure maybe you can you can speak to this a lot of them were like dropping things you know obviously they weren't having the reception so the DJ wasn't getting his work and things like that but I I saw a lot of brides that were sort of dropping the makeup and not having their makeup done because they'll do that when they have the big thing they were just having the 15 so they didn't bother so you know I'm wondering whether hairdressers and and makeup artists missed out even on the ones that did go ahead it was quite an interesting involvement with it because pretty much every single wedding for 2020 either cancelled or postponed Um, some of the postponements I was unable to do because I might be in Crete or I had another wedding booked already. So what actually happened, which was quite strange, was when we came out of the first lockdown, I started getting inquiries and I ended up with eight bookings for the year. All, none of them had been booked previously. So these were sort of last minute bookings. So I didn't get anybody cancelled hair and their wedding was still going ahead. So I always think as well, I think hair, they kind of prioritise hair over makeup as well, because it's easier to do your own makeup than your own hair. I mean, some of the styles I do, I I mean, I can't even do them on myself. So (laughs) So let alone somebody else doing them on themselves. So I don't feel like if if the other weddings had gone ahead, I don't feel like we, as hair and makeup, I don't think you'd be cancelled as much as other things because bride wants to look beautiful on the day with her dress. Yeah, So. Yeah, so all the weddings I'd done, some had 30, some had 15, and some were only just allowed to have the reset, uh, just to get married. They're all, the feedback, they are so happy they did it. And they had an amazing day. They had an amazing time. And they're all thankful that I came along and was there. And because I'm sort of, was at the beginning of the day. Yeah, they've had their trial before, so we know each other. So it's a nice um, morning. And they, they all had beautiful weddings and they were really happy that they went ahead. So, but I just had one poor bride. Uh, she was getting married on the 20th of December 
December. And of course, on the 19th at 5pm, Boris announced that um, they couldn't get married. So uh, they were in bits. And yeah, I was so upset. That's when I my spirit broke, I think. Um, through the whole year that's when it broke because they just wanted to get married she told me that her fiance had just burst into tears she'd never seen him cry before it's just awful yeah yeah and was that a postponement or was that their original day all the way through all the way through she kept her day and so that's even worse really because you know when it started we all kind of were like oh by summer we'll be all right and then as it went on we were like oh 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 and you know for for somebody to have been at that end of the day when it first started they would have been thought we're going to be absolutely fine in December wouldn't have had a clue I mean I still have people booking I mean she must have booked me she probably booked me in about June so um, and back then you're like oh that's fine that'll be fine and then you get nearer and nearer I mean that's just the way it happened was left a very bad taste in my mouth yeah uh, with it all and that would have been the same for, for I just feel for any bride Oh, and groom who had that happen that the, yes. the announcement happened and their wedding was supposed to happen in a few days after that it's just but they so were brave enough to keep going and keep going and they were going to go for this date and that that's what they were going to do and then that happened so mm-hmm. yeah that that was that was sad and then, yeah well you know they'll they'll get married but we've got to sort out another date so yeah so I'm guessing that from what you've just said there that you had a lot more time on your hands than you are used <laughs> to having in a year Lynette what did you do with yourself in 2020 to keep yourself so positive and so bubbly you mean you say your spirit broke on that one which was the 20th yeah. of December that was a long time that you were yeah. flying yeah. the flag and keeping positive what were you I, up to I do say to people I used to be a wedding hairstylist <laughs> yeah in a former life (laughs) you know so what do I do well I'm I'm a firm believer in positivity I like to turn negatives into positives sickeningly so people some people I must really get on their nerves um (laughs) I, I years ago I read The Secret I didn't read it I watched the DVD which is a weird one because I watched it at the time I thought it's a bit American and and the music in it and I just thought <laughs> yeah that's good but I know all that and then about a week later I just started becoming more positive it's a really weird thing to say because I would never I'm not into all that but it it, it changed me so yeah I mean there on in so lockdown happened very luckily I had a very busy year the year before because I turned 50 and I literally milked it for all it was worth <laughs> by March I needed a break from alcohol (laughs) I did dry March like the beginning just got back from Thailand you did a month in Thailand in the February so so lucky that I got to go there before it it it's all just starting to happen yeah we had to wear um masks on the no we didn't no we didn't the stewards had to wear masks on the planes but it was all just starting to happen so by the time we got back we couldn't believe how it escalated and within three weeks we were locked down so anyway dry march very glad I did that because it was all such a weird thing happening wasn't it and yeah. uh, I think and I, back then I lived by myself and I don't think that would have done me good going to the bottle so no. um, <laughs> I started so I started looking everyone had started there's a bit of hair thing going on on Instagram and I love Lorna Evans education I did a course with her six years ago she, she's from Australia but she came over to London and so I knew of Lorna and I'd followed her and went on joined her free education uh, which a lot of people did and I just did one of her hairstyles and posted it and she messaged me and said I loved your work would you come on and do a live I was like no <laughs> <laughs> me 
yeah so I was like no 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 I said uh oh she said oh you could film it so I had a little go I'd never picked up I'd never filmed anything wouldn't know how to video myself so that was all a new thing so I, I did that and I watched it I thought like, that's awful um <laughs> So wooden. So I messaged you and I thought, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do a live. Why not? So what can go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Famous last words. It went a little bit wrong. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So that was my first live. It was on Facebook, on a Facebook group. And she told me how to do it all. And I was all set up. I was so nervous. And she came on first. And then as she came out, I had to go in and press go live. So she did, this is Lynette. And I was the first one to do it as well. She's not asked anybody before. So I was the very first person. So oh, so bless. Fun. No pressure. And, yeah, so I pressed, I pressed go live. And for 20 minutes, I didn't realise I was on my own personal Facebook, <gasps> which I thought, because names were popping up that I'm friends with. I thought, oh, that's nice. They've joined the group to watch me because I'd sort of <laughs> said it And then my friend Claire popped up. She goes, you're on the wrong group. I was like, oh, no. So I'm literally live on Facebook crapping myself <laughs> inside trying to not be on the outside and saying oh oh I'm on the wrong page oh I'm on the wrong group sorry guys if you want to carry on watching me then join this group <laughs> turns it off <laughs> I'm hyperventilating Lorna must have been having a hissy fit she's like where is she <laughs> I had to like be like calm get back on the group press live it'll be fine so I'd half done this hairstyle I had to undo it all and oh, start again that was my first experience of going live so it couldn't have got much worse <laughs> so very quickly after that I I'd already had in my head that I wanted to do some interview interview people so because of Lorna giving me the platform because she's very you know she's very well known I suddenly all the people that had watched me obviously felt for me because of yeah. what I did wrong <laughs> All started um, following me as well. And we had this nice little group. So I decided I, I wanted to interview hairstylists for a whole week, one after the other. And they just started doing it where you could have two people on Instagram Live. Mm. My brother had done it. He's a really successful artist. He'd done it with another artist a few weeks before. I thought, that's a good idea. I could do it with hairdressers. So I thought, right, I'm going to ask Lorna. She can only say no. Yeah. Well ask done, <laughs> Yeah, she said yes. Filled up the whole week with interviews. It was fantastic. Straight away, there was sort of 40-odd people watching. It was very good uh, numbers straight away. And then I thought, right, by the end of the week, I thought, well, I know what I'm going to do on the Saturday. I'm going to do a hairstyle. And that's how I started doing every week, doing a hairstyle. I did a hairstyle for twelve every week for 12 weeks, I think. Got guests on, made it a little bit quirky, made it fun. And I loved it. And yeah, I mean, this time last year, I'd never, ever done a video call, let alone something like that. So it just shows you what you can achieve yeah. when when you set your mind to it. And yeah, I have, I have Lorna to thank for that because I, I, I think if I hadn't done that hairstyle and her message me, I, I probably wouldn't have done any of that. No. So, but what's been fantastic is the response I've got. I mean, to me... I, to be honest, I was doing it to keep myself sane. I lived by myself at the time. My daughter's back here now. But um, mentally, it kept me going because doing an Instagram live isn't just about an hour of hairstyling. You um, have to plan it and what you're going to do. And you, then you've got to do your the info to put onto Instagram. So it's probably three days work altogether, I think, when you do an Instagram live. So that kept me busy for 12 yeah. weeks. And I'm thankful for it. And yeah, the response I got from people, I get so many messages from people now to say that, you know, they now do a live. Um, 
and they I inspired them to do it. Everyone's got their dolly heads out, and it's good to chat in group. Like we've got, we've got, I've got a group going on called Wedding Hair Warriors on Facebook, and hairdressers can join, and we just chat. We just, you know, you can ask questions, you can show off your work. Everyone is so supportive. That's what I found in the hairdressing industry. There is so many supportive people. I've got friends now in Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, you know, all over the world, and we've never met. We've had video mm. chat privately, and we are all the best of friends. And we've arranged to have a we arranged to have a meetup in December in London, but obviously that got cancelled. So we've now changed it to April. So the ones that are in the UK and even Ireland, someone's flying over. It's been a very again. I've, I'm taking the positive, positive out of it. Yeah. I'm not going to dwell in the negativity. It's out there, but you've got to have your mindset and create a, a nice positive vibe and life and set goals as well. Still set goals, you know. I think that's so lovely. And what it really says to me is look at what you've done for yourself, but what it's actually done for your business. And to me, going live, it can be so powerful. And you are living proof of that because going live, you reach different people. And I, I don't think I must have been following you to have got the notification that you had gone live. But I don't remember you from before that. No. It's the lives that got me. And then I was just like, oh, and then I was, then I'd be sort of interacting with your post more and looking out for you because yeah. we have that connection. And like you you said before, you know, you don't know these people that are watching you. You, you see their names scroll up there handles and things and for me I'm on my society page so you don't see my name at all I'd never have said yours out live (laughs) (laughs) so it's like you have all these people watching you and they are connecting with your personality connecting with who you are as a person and have this understanding of who you are from that you've got no idea who they are at all but when they're looking for and you know people will follow you because you're a hairstylist because they're stylists but also people will follow you because women love their hair you know Mm. we like to see pretty things happening with hair so everybody will be following you for different reasons well it's like almost being in a salon having a chat with your hairstylist that is exactly what I was gonna say (laughs) that is one of the things that I have missed I've missed I've missed two appointments this year with my hairdresser I think I've had three but I missed two and obviously I would have had more than that but it was because you know lockdown happened one got cancelled and then as soon as lockdown was open we booked one and then by the time my next one was due we were in and you know another tier whatever to stop it happening so and that is such a cathartic time for women especially to Mm -hmm. be in that chair and having those conversations and watching one of your lives was just like you know being at the hairdressers and listening to my hairdresser talk you're sorting the world out aren't you like you do with curly friends and it's good to see that oh look she's quite she's human yeah (laughs) I make mistakes I'm no way perfect um and I'm always looking to better myself and I also there's a you know there's a ladder there's a chain of it isn't there I mean there's a lot of people I look up to and want to be like so you know there's it's a circle really but it's the chat and talking about good things bad things but people can then think oh she feels like that too or you know if I've got someone on with me which I quite often have like Mm. we're starting together we're chatting and sorting out the talking about what's been happening and actually we didn't talk about COVID that much really it's more an hour to forget about it really and have some fun and ask questions (laughs) that I'm uh, doing a hairstyle with 
So you said earlier that you are all for goal setting and still goal setting even during this. What are your sort of goals going into 2021? What are you hoping for? So I started doing Wedding Hair in Crete two years ago. The year just gone would have been a very successful year. So the Crete, you know, the education side with the Crete going to do weddings out there, you know, I'm already busy enough this year. I don't really need a lot more brides to be I'm three months out there and I think I've got uh, nine or ten weddings but one of the things I want to do which actually going to Crete was the reason for this is to also have time for myself I live and breathe my business I really do because um, I'm single I I say I'm married to my brides I need to switch off sometimes and I'm not very good at switching off because my brain is always evolving about what what to do next so going to Crete was my time to in three months do some weddings but also go to the beach Climb a mountain, swim in the sea, drink the wine, just live life. Yeah. (laughs) And I did it very successfully the first year. We climbed, me and my friends, I've got some friends out there. So we climbed and we got up at 4.15 in the morning and we climbed a mountain to watch the sunrise. We went and did a beach clean. I organised a beach clean because the beaches out there, some of them are terrible uh, with the plastic. So we organised a beach clean one day. I I walked a lot. And the the best things I did cost nothing. It was seeing the beauty of the place and just slowing down. It's important to do that for yourself. So, but that evolved into I'd like to do the retreat in Crete that's so that's my new thing that I'd like to do and I know it will work I know the structure of it so it's just getting again bums on seats getting people to pay and come along and enjoy it and it will be such a lovely experience for hairstylists to all get together and basically like IGTV we'll have five days of it yeah (laughs) so that sounds like so much fun (laughs) I'll just organise one for just wait, wait, normal people. I don't know. I'll become a tourist. There you go. You got my <laughs> so no, I've just always got plans. So education for me is the thing that is on hold, and I would like to focus on a, a, a bit more once I'm allowed to. I don't want to go down the online route where there's a lot of people out there doing the hairstyles online now, online academies, which are fantastic. But I think there's a lot out there now. I don't think I need to be doing that. So I, mm. I think that's where I've got the idea to do the road trip. It's nice to actually connect with people. It is. It really and the is. Online- the online ones are quite hard work because you have to keep putting things on there. You've got a Facebook group to keep people happy. And I feel I'd be doing even more than I, I do now. So I, I like the idea of doing a road trip. I think it sounds a little bit different. I think you are very right in that. Because of what happened last year, we've seen an explosion in online learning and, you know, membership. It would take me a year to, because I'm a perfectionist. It would take me probably over a year to do all the filming of the hairstyles. <laughs> Then post so yeah Just I'd be well I'd have well missed the boat <laughs> and I think that you are actually by doing the in-person stuff you're going to be different like you said it's going to be yeah. different because so many people are taking advantage of that online platform because they see it as easy money because you know you do it once and then it's just up and it, you can make it evergreen and it can be earning yeah, money. a lot of behind the scenes work though with it with the people website. are going to miss that personal connection and the more we've moved on like this year past year has been so so negative for the personal connection like today today when we're recording this is a national cuddle up day oh and- <laughs> yeah, I can cuddle you <laughs> but it's but I know that touch is something that we crave as human beings oh, totally and totally 
last year there was it was so lacking and just that being in the presence being able to feel somebody's aura and I don't mean to get woo-woo on people but just to be in the presence of other people is such a comforting thing that actually I think your courses road trip retreat will be absolutely people will sign up no problem because they've been so I'm hoping it's a breath of fresh air maybe that yeah here we we can do this yeah Yeah, absolutely again and that's the one thing I'm finding hard is I'm very very restricted in what I can actually do and the the best thing I can do is to is to get back on I'm going to get back and probably next week and start doing the IGTVs again but yeah I mean also what I have been doing to keep positive is trying to keep fit again um I've, I've probably put a stone on as probably most of us have so I joined, COVID stone <laughs> COVID stone so I joined Davina McCall's um workout online on 31st of December actually because I did do it in the first lockdown there was a free I think you got a month free or something and I quite enjoyed hers and I've what I've realized is when you flip to all these different ones you get in a muddle and you end up not doing anything mm. so I've paid 49 pounds for the year which I think is really really good yeah and there's so much on there so I've actually been very very good um doing some workouts I've started running which I did I didn't even know I could run I mean <laughs> when I told my friends I guess what I've done what have you done I went running what <laughs> <laughs> run since I ran for the bus to go to college when I was 16 (laughs) I didn't do that very well and I think people started popping up saying they started running didn't they so I thought you know what I just have I go walking a lot I I don't run I get out of breath I mean I have to put that 20 bras on so nothing moves (laughs) so I well, right, I'm going to I'm going to have a go then. And my daughter said, right, just aim for somewhere to run to. So I thought, right, okay, I'm going to run. We've got a park about five minutes walk away. I thought I'll run through the park from the house and then I'll get to the end where the entrance is and I'll stop so I got all the way there amazed that I did it and I thought <laughs> I, I can carry on running so I carried on I was like Forrest Gump so, <laughs> I just ran I just ran and it was nice and I could do it I mean I couldn't believe it so oh, from on, but I had I had six week low after the wedding being cancelled I, I kind of went into a bit of a dark place and watched every single thing you can watch on Netflix and Amazon so I mean I'm an expert on that now I can watch I've watched everything so <laughs> I, it got me I've, I've got out the lull and today I, I ran uh, we've got a farm shop I've been going to I won't go to the supermarket I ran to the farm shop which is probably 15 minute walk uh, so I did that today so I was to a first thing this morning and I then I, I walked back with a hefty lot of shopping <laughs> on my rucksack and two bags because as a woman you always buy too much mm-hmm. so I'm keeping very positive at the moment trying to eat healthily I will lose that stone come yeah. back to me come back to me at the end of February awesome, awesome. that's my plan <laughs> So good. So good. Um, So just before we sign off, I like things that inspire people. And my Monday motivation is always a quote. Have you got a favorite quote that you like to live by or that's inspired you? But I'm very because of the the positivity thing and and, and reading the secret and that I'm I love a positive. You know, you get the signs you can have around your house. Lots of so I've got, I like those positive quotes. So I, I have got a few around my house. So I've I've written them down for you. And I will you know I'll be putting on my makeup and there's one there and I'll be in the kitchen and I've got one up and you just you're you're subconsciously taking them in every day, aren't you? So one that I love it just says dream big 
I love that. Love the life you live. I love this one. She believed she could, so she did. And I re- that's probably the one I like the most. I just mm. dream big and believe in it. And you you can do it. Why shouldn't, if some that person there can do it, why can't you do it? You know, have faith in yourself. Knowledge is power. I mean, I am the quote queen. You've asked the wrong person. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast just on quotes. <laughs> quotes. Cheesy quotes. <laughs> and, the, the, and also there is a hashtag I like to use. Um, on Instagram and I love to use hairstylists supporting hairstylists mm-hmm. uh, to show my appreciation to everyone that supported me as well as me supporting them just by doing what I do so to get you know I wouldn't do it if I didn't get the positive feedback there's no yeah. point so um, yeah support supporting each other being positive it's 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 um it's it's got us through that it's got exactly. us through exactly. and we're really good hairstylists <laughs> I've cracked out some so many hairstyles last year <laughs> <laughs> 47 hairstyles I think I did and the final thing to ask is is there a human famous or otherwise that has inspired you throughout your life through my life is it cheesy to say my dad no it's not cheesy at all I love that yeah he's a very strong character not strong but kind and he he's got his head screwed on yeah and he's a very strong person he's got a it's called angulosing spondylitis it's a it's a it's an arthritic thing when he was 24 basically his spine got paralyzed and he can't move his head but he has never claimed disability he has carried on a normal life he can do he's I mean he's 75 he's still he's got his workshop at home he's amazing he's 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 got strength and I think it's the strength strength um you can do anything and be your own boss yeah don't work for someone else be your own boss yeah um, yeah, that. he's given me the strength. I think all the time. I've I've always looked up to him and and his his achievements. Really, yeah, yeah. So my dad, there you go. He'll be. I'll have to. I'll have to give him a link to this podcast. <laughs> he's been shouted out a few times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for coming on, Lynette. I really, really appreciate it. I will pop all Lynette's links in the show notes on the website. So do head over to that. On the last note, because we are speaking to a fabulous hairstylist, I wanted to let you all know that although my appointment will be postponed again i am donating my hair to the little princesses trust oh that's fantastic Um, so my hair is supposed to be chopped off on february the 9th but given the six week warning i think it's going to be later than that and as some of you may or may not know i have suffered with alopecia areata since i was about 19 years old i've had patches over those years that have fallen out and it's scary Uh, the first time it happened I thought all my hair was going to fall out I didn't know what was going on and the doctor was not very nice to me at the time Uh, told me that I was wasting his time and I was just like you know it could have been anything I had no idea what it was at the time so um, it wasn't a nice experience and so the Little Princess Trust provides wigs for children who you know going through cancer which is bad enough for them and losing your hair when you're a little girl has got to be horrific so I've got a lot of hair as you all guys have seen so it's going to be a long one um, which will help a little girl be able to do some lovely hairstyles with her hair and not just have to have a short wig so I will pop a link to my fundraising page I'm raising money for the trust for cancer research and for Macmillan any donations are gratefully received so do head over to the show notes you'll find that page and all the nets details it is bit.ly 
forward slash WPCUK 041. See you next week, guys. Bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.